Welcome to Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday. We'll help you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, an editorial associate here at NACM. Now let's jump into your weekly recap. First, we're taking a look at how labor shortages are creating a war for talent. That means credit departments need to find new ways to retain their high-performing team members while attracting new staff at the same time. Alex Chazovsky is the director of analytics and consulting for Miller Resource Group. He says the first step to attracting new workers is knowing your audience. Each candidate will have their own set of priorities. And if you know what those priorities are before the conversation, then you can obviously tailor the the way that you talk to that person to hit on the points that will be of particular interest to them. Particularly younger people are looking to develop relationships and long-term career connections, and they want to associate themselves with proven winners. And so you have to highlight the victories, the accomplishments, and, and the successes that your organization has had and, you know, really convince that particular candidate that it is your team that's going to give them the best chance of success. But he says you don't always need to look outside of your organization to tackle labor shortages. You can utilize current employees by using something called upskilling. Companies consistently say that people are their number one asset, and yet they're not strategizing for that asset at all. So I think that my biggest recommendation is recognize that that is a shortcoming because most companies do not have a talent strategy, not something that they work on on an ongoing basis. And, um, you know, assign responsibility for developing one and maintaining one and improving one to someone that has ownership of it that will then respond report to the highest levels of the organization. Wendy Mode is a corporate credit manager at Romco. She's been able to retain all but one employee during her current tenure. I don't have the attitude that I'm more important than them. I get in the trenches and do the do the day-to-day grind with them if they're behind, if they're having problems. I try to make sure I know exactly what they do and how they do their job so that I can assist them when they get in a bind or if they're on vacation or sick or whatever it may be. Mode says she constantly encourages her team members to learn new skills whenever and however they can. A huge skill that that I think that they need is understanding and being just a superstar in customer service because at the end of the day, right, we're serving customers both internally and externally when we're dealing with our internal, our salesmen and our branches. Um, and then externally, obviously, our, our true customers, right? And a lot of it you learn just by communicating and networking with others. And I think that's a huge thing is learning how to network and growing that resource because you may not be the expert in all things, but you start meeting people and, and knowing who to call for extra help. You can check out the full story in the May edition of Business Credit Magazine. And Shazowski's webinar about building an effective talent strategy is available on demand at the Credit Learning Center. Labor shortages are not the only challenge facing credit departments today. Credit professionals need to be on the lookout for a new risk factor known as environmental, social, and governance, or ESG. Martin Zorn is the president of the Kamakura Corporation. He proposes a few questions to consider when modeling for ESG. What are the long-term effects and can you effectively measure them? And even if you can measure them, uh, you know, were the changes caused by human activity? Because we know climate in particular has never been constant. 
But Zorn says those questions aren't always easy to answer, making ESG risks difficult to accurately model. Well, I think with ESG, is, uh, it's going to be evolving. You know, and I think that it's, it's going to be you know, more politically motivated than it will be quantitatively motivated. But, you know, the, the impacts on a company are going to be the same either way. You know, we've got to factor that in as credit analysts to say, you know, government policy may be wrong, but it's going to affect us and what we do. And that's going to affect, affect defaults. Next, let's dive into accounts receivable. Mismanaged AR can lead to cash flow shortages and easily create trouble for a company. That's why Charles Edwards, director of credit operations with SRS Distribution, says it's crucial to make sure you include the right data in your AR calculation. Let's imagine that there, you were with a company that does not have a separate GL for accounts that are in collections or that are bad debt, and it is managed in the same place as all of your active and healthy AR. And the amount of AR that was essentially dead would grow and grow and grow and grow. Over time, it would look like you were performing worse and worse and worse, not because of anything you're doing wrong or because of any anything that's reflective of the performance of the credit department. It would simply be reflective of the fact that your accounting process does not remove that dead AR from your total AR. Outliers of any kind will drastically alter AR over time and could make it appear as if the credit department is performing better or worse than it actually is. Take the supply chain crisis, for example. It is not uncommon that a product that maybe had a two-week lead time is now having a four, six, eight, ten-week lead time. So just by virtue of the fact that you are carrying your orders for a longer amount of time, instead of carrying you know two weeks' worth of deposits, you could be carrying four times that much. So imagine what that does to your AR. If it's a significant amount of business, you're carrying really large negative balances that are driving your AR number down. You can find the full story in the most recent e-news. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday, but until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn and sign up for weekly e-news and blog notifications. In the meantime, you also can register for any of the following webinars. How California's contractor licensing laws impact distributors and suppliers on Monday, cash collections and dispute management on Tuesday, generational diversity and why it matters on Wednesday, and an author chat about how to stop avoiding and start leading on Thursday.